do this here. Pouring liquor on the curb when my brother died. It ain't that I don't cry, I ain't even got the time They wanna see me locked down even though they try I stay on my grind, I ain't even got the time Shorty wanna ride now cause I'm in my prime I'm good, love and joy, I ain't even got the time Niggas always gon' hate, I stay on their mind You see the rollie shine, it ain't even got the time, uh Money on my mind, I ain't got the time A lot of niggas pillow talking just to come inside You know the rules, all of yours If it's one of mine, worth the chinks I ain't got no love for the other side Do or die, coming for my crew, that's a suicide Who am I, proof that what you need to make it through inside Truth and lies, they hate that I can see right through they new disguise But what's a small fry when them chips you get a super size It's overseas, they sleeping on them dopamine I be in the hood, I know the dealers, I serve the fiends no, it ain't no feeling when you find out what your purpose means I'm known for putting them seeds in the hearses and my verses mean uh. Uh. They calling me savage, I'm turning up Believe everything that you heard of us The image of God, my skin color bronze The reason they hate and they murder us They label us heathens and murderers Misleading the people and burden us God lead us from evil, deliver your people I came as your humblest servant was Born from the stick-ups, kick doors They ain't give me shit, I had to get more Nights on the six when I flip raw I used to dream of trips and a big tour Still with the grip, that was a dream But it's real with this brick Told the Rakeem better chill with the drip Cause they frying the little fish See if they flip, ain't like Ain't nobody getting close to me Getting right where I'm supposed to be And there ain't no need for stress when I got blessings all over me I got blessings all over me But every time it's getting lonely Now I got demons all on me I got demons all on me But every time it's getting lonely Now I got demons all on me I got demons all on me They say the only way you grow is pain Ain't no home in the cold below the rain. I never showed the shame. I live by the cold. I never spoke a name that goes to show that we're not both the same. I dynamite when the climate's right. Get the china white. I told her if I got a right, keep that vagina tight. She laughed and said she might. I wasn't serious. These niggas be going up north looking delirious. Good afternoon, King. How are you? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. You all, you all slowed up. I am. Let me go out and come back in. Can you hear me? You still slowed up. April. Yep, I'm here. You can hear me. Okay. I can hear you. I can hear both of y'all really good. I don't know why you're slowing. Can you go out and come back in? Let me see. Is that better? It's still slowed up. I don't know why it's like that. That's weird. I can't see it now. Let's see. 
Uh, we back? Yep. You can you hear me? It's still slow. You still have a delay. It's not a delay. It's your your whole voice is slowed down. It sounds like a uh, like the like a tape slowed down. I can hear you perfect. I don't know why. I was hearing an echo at first, but now I don't hear anything. I it just sounds like we're talking regular. We're waiting for King to come back in, you guys. You are now tuned in. I am your host, Miss TML. You are tuned into Up North City Girls podcast. We have King Flo in the building today. Very talented artist, uh, videographer. He's done so much work in the industry. And I just want to give him his flowers because he's a hardworking guy. Um, so let me bring him in. King, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, but you still slow down. It might be something on your end. April, can you hear me? I hear you. I hear you. It's not on a delay or nothing. It's just the sound slowed down. Uh -huh. You might gotta check. You might gotta check your settings. Can you hear me better now? Let me take my mic out. Okay, can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. I had to put the AirPod in. Sorry, my bad. I was like, what's going on? Okay, so King, tell us what you've been doing. I know we were just talking, but I wanted to save it for the show. Um, so you were telling us that you just got back from Miami. I hear you. I, I hear you. And I mean, but you, you just sound slow down, crazy slow. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to exit the show and then come back. Okay. That dude. I was, like, I was like, "What happened?" And then I was like, "Oh shit, Bluetooth. That's what it is." Uh, <laughs> April, I hear like static on yours. Can you? Um, yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Bluetooth off. We're having some technical difficulties today, you guys. And I mean, I can, I honestly, I can hear you guys just fine. Right. Now, I heard, before I was hearing you fine, before yeah. you said you put your headset in. But I took my extra mic out. Like, I have a podcast mic, so I took that off, and hopefully that works. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I know we have a lot to discuss this this uh, show because there's been so much stuff going on in the media, so many things that you know have been trending, and we definitely want to catch up and shoot our shit on that. <laughs> yeah, King, yeah. can you hear us? Oh, we back. Yeah, everything is good now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So tell us where you've been um, these last couple of days. I know you told me, but tell the people what you've um, been 
Uh, the Street Heat team and I, we've been in Miami um, just celebrating. Um, last night we had an exclusive uh, yacht party with World Star Hip Hop. We had Fetty Wap over there, Hell Row was over there, a few more other people, Danny two times. Um, okay. Before that, um, on Friday, you know, we had to celebrate my birthday, so we took our own little yacht out and had a Street Heat party on a yacht. Um, my team currently is in the middle of going public with our NFT and token cryptocurrency. And so we're doing a little bit of celebration. We just had a little introduction party um, right before we left at Quad Studios where we had where we had um, made our NFT public, made our token public. And we had Jim Jones uh, pull up, Dave East, um, uh, Fab pulled up, Five Mics, Nems, a whole bunch of people pulled up to show love and to support our, our token. So, um, you know, we're just really, uh, we've been in Miami just, uh, living it up having fun also we went to bitcoin 2022 in miami and did some networking for our token as well oh that's uh, yeah so we uh we just took over miami for the last couple of days and i just literally flew in like 45 minutes ago or so and um yeah man we here we here i love it i love it um i think that it's important for us to discuss the nft world right now um with just music and media and things like that and i'm glad that you guys are ahead of the game um already already met in your own coin uh that's super big you know and i don't think people really understand the nft game and how it works can you just spread some you know information or some some light on that um so basically the nft and the uh, is a non-fungible token um in the art world um it's a little bit different than in the music game but recently um a lot of artists have moved on into bringing nfts into the music game one major artist that has been capitalizing off of this is tory lanes um and basically what it does is it is it cuts the middleman out um you know it cuts it cuts the middlemaning of the labels out and it brings more residual income from the artist right right so, exactly so um basically what we're doing is we're giving artists opportunities to create one of ones artistically and um you know to be able to incur 100% of their revenue whether it be residual or upfront um and then we're giving the fans of the artist the opportunity to resell the work now and make even more money off of it because of the limited amount of production on certain pieces so basically what it does is it creates another market and way for artists to get revenue for their art and their craft now that's dope i i definitely have seen some independent artists as well taking advantage of that and just doing a lot of the you know their artwork and and minting it making it an nft and it's important for us to know this um ahead of the time you know ahead of time i think that if people would have known what they needed, you know, what Bitcoin would have did 10, 15 years ago, they would all bought it, you know? Right. So, and, and I've seen recently in the media, a lot of people have made a lot of money off their NFTs. So I wish you guys nothing but success. Um, how do you guys, how does an artist get in touch with you guys about that or, you know, trying to work with you guys as well? Um, you know, artists can get a hold of us many ways. You know, we have streetheattv.com, which is our website. Mm -hmm. Um, you can go on, you can go on there and you know check out 
our content um, going from music videos to production and what we do with artists in the music industry as well um, to the NFTs and to contact us directly, you know, contact our directors and, our, you know, producers, engineers and stuff like that. So you can go right on the website. Um, if you guys want to reach out to me directly, you guys can go to kingflowmusic.com. Um, you know, I, I, I do a lot of artist development and I do and I walk artists through a lot of the ways that they can uh, retain residual income through NFTs and, um, you know, um, in the crypto world. It's kind of a risk either way. Um, the, the whole crypto market, um, NFTs and Bitcoins and stuff like that, it's kind of a, a risk either way you take it. But it's not as risky as putting your hand your life in the hands of a label that that you don't know is going to shelf you or take 90% of your income, you know? Right. Right. So contact That's us directly, contact us directly through the websites. Um, if not, you know, social media is always, is always a good way to contact us. Uh, we'll see street heat, Tana street heat or myself, the real King flow 360 on Instagram. Um, yeah, we, you know, we're, we're, we're available um we're reachable we don't you know anybody who has questions we you know we don't hide the information we like to educate and we, we want to give back to the culture that's the main that's the main purpose of why we're doing this that's dope and i advise and i see that with you guys and i respect that you know it's all about educating people i think that the more that we become you know pioneers in this business the better we are able to build a a, a, a business with integrity you know, right. um, and respect. So I want you to tell me a little bit about you. Um, King flow. Tell me what first got you into music. Um, I would say music has always been a part of me. Um, from, from coming up as a little kid, I've always, um, you know, I always had a passion for music, um, dating back from when, you know, my parents told me that I couldn't play the violin because <laughs> we couldn't afford it. So I went and I went to the program at the school and I stole one, you know, when I was about like nine. So I, taught, <laughs> I, taught, I taught myself how to play the violin and then, you know, music has always been in me. So it just escalated from there. You know, I taught myself how to play the guitar. Then I taught myself how to produce beats. And then, um, you know, my cousin Barbara actually got me into the hip hop. Um, she, you know, she passed away, rest in peace. But she had um, introduced me to the Fuji's, the Fuji's first album that I ever heard. Wow. And the, and the production on the, on that album was so amazing and the way that they mixed in, you know, songwriting and actual lyricism and the message and it was just a beautiful album that um that kind of that kind of like centered me and geared me towards okay, this is what I want to do. I want to create music rather than just be, you know, just a rapper or, you know, uh just a musician i want to i want to engulf the whole aspect of creating music and and make that my craft right you know and and i was going to ask you too that was one of my you know sidebar questions you know from the questions that we have already for you but do you think how do you think that it's been able to give you an advantage being a videographer and a video director um in this music game do you think that that's help to mold your craft as well? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, when it comes to making music or creating music or even, you know, something as small as writing a verse or something like that, I kind of look at it in the perspective of the visual. That's right. So, 
so before I write something or before I before I put it down on paper or lay it down on wax, I kind of think of can I make can I can this look possible in real life or is this something that can be real? If it's not, then I don't really want to talk about it. I right. only want I only want to do things that I can put into visual. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of gives me it kind of gives me you know, uh, a little bit of an advantage because a lot of the times when I see people coming into the studio, being an engineer myself, I work with other artists and they really don't have no idea what they're going to say or, or what they're going to talk about or whatever the case is. Right. But being being somebody who's involved on the video production side of it, I kind of paint pictures now with my words. Mm-hmm. So, so with or without a video, you'll be able to see what I'm saying and and kind of make your own visual to it in your mind that, and that's I, what and i think that's the the part that i got from you from the beginning like once i seen god king and just the visuals behind that um that was one of my first i think introductions to your music and for me i was like wow like you made me think that you were like in you know you were from cali like it was just so surreal, you know what I mean? Like, and just the dispensary shots, the 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 bridge shot, like all of that gave me that LA vibe. Um, but it also had a twist to it. Um, and like I said at first, I, I was like, "Is it Mac Ten again?" Like, I, <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like the cars. Um, it just was a dope production, and I, you know, I want to salute you for that because I know that's not easy putting all that together. Um, yeah. so, and now being blessed, uh, that one for me, the Back to the Future car, I was like, <laughs> ah! like that was so dope. So was that a bucket list of yours? What made you put the Back to the Future car in Times Square? Um, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Uh, shout out to Juice Wayne. Um, he's with me now. He's in the studio with me now. He's one of my artists. Um, we were coming from a party at Quad Studios and um Tana who was one of the directors from Street Heat um you know sometimes we get on this kind of spur of the moment thing and it was kind of like um like are we going to still like are we going to stay at this party and just party or are we going to get some work done and then um we happened to be in Times Square for the party and um I just like we were walking, we were shooting, you know, we were just trying to catch as much content as we could. And then I ran into some guy who actually is from um, Nevada or something like that. And he actually had, he owns the DeLorean. Wow. And he he actually drives it from state to state, um, you know, getting people to take pictures with it and stuff like that. And um, he saw that we were shooting the video and he was ecstatic about it. He was like, come on. Like, he basically asked us if he could be in the video with it. That and, is um, so dope. Yeah, so it, it kind of just, it kind of just fell into place. Came about. Yeah, it kind of just came about, fell into place that way. And it was, um, you know, you know, it, it kind of turned out to be one of my favorite videos. Um, right. Just by right. the way, Tan, just by the way, Tana edited it all together and incorporated the movie with it. It's kind of nostalgic. But at the same time, it has a modern twist to it, so. I think you went, we paused. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I loved it. Um, I, I look forward to seeing more. I know you said that you have some new music that you're working on right now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Um, yeah, I got a project that's dropping. Um, it was supposed to drop this month, but we had a little bit of technical difficulties with one of the people who were backing us um, or who was a partner of the collaboration. But um, I have uh, a project dropping next month. Um, today, I'm actually doing a record with NIMS, <clears throat> Gorilla NIMS, Bing Bong, New York City. Uh, Vinny Idol is producing it. Vinny Idol is one of Shout my mentors. Shout out to Vinny Idol, one of my mentors, my brother. Um, he produces um probably most of my big most of my big features. Um, I trust him to produce it. Uh, I trust his beats with my life. I love him. Um, I got that coming out. I got uh, you know, I got a couple surprise features coming. I got you know, I got something coming with Styles P. I got something wow. coming with Daisy. Oh, wow. Um, I got something coming with Daz Dillon. Just shout out to Bully Breed Entertainment. Okay. Um, they be they've been really instrumental in you know uh helping me with these moves that i'm making um shout out to white boy productions in sydney australia also right they, um justin he's also been very instrumental in helping put together these pieces these final pieces that we needed for this project um you know it's a big it's a big project probably one of my biggest projects yet to date um right besides god king which is out right now everybody go cop that god king is everywhere i'm dropping a video this week um featuring umpi my brother from the Bronx, Um P, called Feel It. That's also on the God King album. Um, and then I got one more video from the God King album featuring Corey Guns, Leaf Moss, and Whispers. And that'll be the final album from the, the final video from the God King album. And then we're going to move on to this next project, which is going to knock these socks off. I know it is. I know it is. I've seen you, you know, just making moves and um, you're around a lot of industry people. And what do you think, you know, in regards to, how does that help you to, you know, understand this business and, you know, just working with them on a different level, you know, I think that gives you a big advantage. You know what I mean? Um, I understand the business side a little bit better. Um, a lot of people think that things just fall into your lap in the music industry, but it doesn't happen that way. It takes a lot of solid relationships. It takes a lot of years of grinding and putting your name out there and getting rejected. People don't think that um, it helps you learn that when you see these artists, that can relate to you saying damn man i thought i was never gonna make it because they felt the same way too at one point before That's they made right. it you know what i'm saying so it helps you with the business to know like okay at least i'm going in the right direction investing in myself and doing things like this to make what i have to do happen um That's you know right. and it also kind of like you know um on a personal side it kind of makes you uh kind of like you know they say that you should never meet your idols because you know they, they might disappoint you or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. sometimes that's true mm -hmm. and a lot of and and you know not and a few of the artists that are that i've been around you know i've been blessed to be a lot around a lot of artists and a lot of artists are good genuine people mm -hmm. but the crazy part about this industry is a lot of artists are not genuine and not real and only are only care about the money and only care about the betterment of themselves don't care about the culture of hip-hop don't care about nothing and it kind of is disheartening being that you know we in the underground and we care more about the culture than the people who are the supposed yeah. gatekeepers that's true it's very true it's a it's a it's a it's a biz it's a dirty business in a lot of senses is what i tell people um and I'm glad that you touched upon the fact of investing in yourself. Um, I see that, you know, that's one of the things that I look for in working with any artist that I work with is, are they willing to invest in themselves? Because if you're not willing to invest in themselves, then that means that they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe enough 
to put their money where their mouth is or put their, you know, their energy where their mouth is. Um, and, and, and be humble, you know, like you said, because I, you know, have been around plenty of artists and at the time I was not ready. I felt like, you know, I couldn't go to them and say, oh, I want to work with you. I, I felt like I hadn't reached that level, um, to even entertain that conversation. So now as I've, you know, grown and, and done things and, and I've worked with certain artists, I can go and say to this, you know, to these artists that I've looked up to that I've admired and said, hey, you know, I now have a, a platform. I now have, you know, the ability to give you some resources or break or add something to, you know, your table. Um, right. And I think that's important, you know, in this industry is that we understand that, that it's levels to it. You know what I mean? You can't just go in and think, oh, I'm going to work with Jay-Z or I'm going to work with, you know, Kanye. You have to build up your notoriety. You have to build up your presence and demand in a lot of ways. And 100%. that's, you know, that's important. And I see you doing that, you know, and I, and I, you know, respect that so much is that, you know, you understand the, the bottom, you understand the, the grind and, not many artists understand that. You know, they think it's just the music. Um, right. It's not the music. You know what I mean? It's it's the business behind the music and how you go about it. You have to have a plan and be strategic. It's like ten percent about the music. That's, That's right. <laughs> right. Everybody think everybody thinks the music is what's going to make you famous. And yeah, yeah, if you get a hit song and people gravitate to the song, yeah, it's going to give you notoriety. That's ten percent of it. But 10%. but the rest. The ninety percent goes with the hard work, man. That, that's what—that's the most important part—is the hard work and the persistence and consistency. So, tell me, who would you like to work with, um, in the industry or not in the industry going forward? I know you said you have some collabs, but what is your ultimate artist? Would you say that you would um, like to black work? black thought? You know, I, this is a good question because everybody asks me this question, and I really don't know how to answer it. Being that I've been blessed to. Uh, with Street Heat to work with every artist that I've like, you know, right? <laughs> every artist, every artist that I've wanted to or that I've admired coming up, I've been able to be around them and work with them. So it's kind of a hard question, but Black Thought, I would say, from the roots, is probably like one of my top five favorite rappers that I ha I haven't met him yet, mm -hmm. and I have and I haven't been in the studio or shot a video for him. So that right there would be an ideal um or i guess a dream collab i guess you would say bucket list collab or something bucket like that would be would be black <laughs> would be black thought now i know that you've been around recently um fabio foreign he's um the talk of the town right now he's oh, yeah. you know out there working he's out there they're saying he's the king of new york right now um so that shout out to fabi shout out to fabi yeah he's doing his thing man and fabi's Fabi is a good dude. Fabi is um from what from what I know about him, um, every time that I've encountered him, very humble, um, very respectful and very uh, you know, he he just he's just a good guy, you know what I'm saying? And that, and that, I think that I think that that brings him far in the industry is his personality. You know what right. I'm saying? Like although they call him the king of New York and all of this stuff, he don't let that shit go to his head, which is which I respect, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know that you, that you, that you, that guy, and you don't let it, uh, it you don't let it factor in on how you treat people differently, then mm -hmm. that's respect, then that's respectable. You know what I'm that's saying? Right. Treat everybody the same. That's, that's right. Cool. 
That's dope. I, I think that's important to still have that that level head um, in this industry because it's easy to lose it. Um, right. And we've seen that, you know? So shout out to him for that. Um, I just, you know, I just respect, you know, anybody that's grinding, anybody that's willing to work um, in this industry because it's important, you know, to get as many collabs as you can and get solid collabs. Um, right. You had the pleasure of having a collab with Fred the Godson. Um, ain't got the time. Yeah. God rest Fred. Um, he was just this humble dude. Um, I had the chance of meeting him. We brought him out here to a show in New England and one of my artists headlined with him. Um, and he was just always, you know, willing to work, willing to yeah. show up and be there. And I respect that about that man. And what was that like working with him? And you, um, said, like, you said you have a good relationship with him too. So, oh man, inspirational. I mean, to me, he was one of, you know, still is one of the greatest lyricists and punchline men of our time. Like. Mm -hmm. of our generation like you know he got to get those flowers a lot of people what are not still saying things the way that he says them right people people ain't doing it and just to be in the same room with the guy or be in the lab with him and him hearing the song that i was making and him being like yo that song is fire i'm trying to jump on that to me it's like okay i'm here for a reason this is what i'm That's here right. for you know what i'm saying like when one of the when one of the people who you consider one of the greatest lyricists of your generation tells you that you fire, there's it, no it's no greater motivation than that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Same thing like same thing like when I was in the stew with Corey Guns, mm -hmm. and you know we and we freestyle with Corey Guns. And when I you know when I was coming up, I, I considered Corey Guns one of the nicest. That's right. So for, for, for Corey Guns to tell me and my and my partner Jo that. We one of the best uh, freestyling groups that he ever heard. You know, that kind of blew us out the water. Like, word, like we do this shit for fun. Like, right. you know but um, you know, that's just doing stuff like that and like being being able to work with people like Fred and and um it's just a blessing, man. I can't even really it's like surreal almost to right. be able to to be able to say like, yo, when he was saying yo flow, you uh when Fred was saying yo flow, you should say say certain things like this or you know, take take this part out so it don't be too wordy. You know, you don't tell that man no. You take the advice and you, you know what I'm saying? You, you take right. the advice and you switch it up. And I was, you know, I was, I had the uh, privilege and honor to be there and get some critique. I can hear you. I think we you had know? a little play. Yep. So yeah, that's dope, Flo. I, like, that was, you know, that's always humbling to have, you know, artists who have been working, who know, you know, what it takes. Can y'all hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yo, yo. Y'all can hear yep. me? Yep. Yep. I can hear you. Mm, I can't hear you no more. Let's see. Yeah. Hold on. Can you hear me? He went out. I'm going to wait for him to come back in. Okay. So April, I know you have some questions. <laughs> so yeah. I, I want to get something, you know, I wanted to get some questions out so that way, you know, we could definitely touch as much no, as possible. No, 
he is definitely a, a good source of information and yeah. you know, talent. Um, and I'm so humbled and so grateful to have people like him in our network. So yeah, he's definitely doing his thing. Flo, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I apologize. That was on my end. Okay. April, Marie, I know you have some questions for Flo too. I do. I just wanted to know if you weren't doing your music career, what would you be doing right now? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh I don't I don't know. I've, I've 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 done music my whole entire life since mm -hmm. I was, you know, while most people were playing in the park with their friends, I was learning how to play the violin. So Oh wow. I would think I would think I would be involved somewhere in the entertainment industry um on the music side, I would think. Um I also, you know, I also have a bachelor's in sound design from nice. Coastal University. So, you know, if I wasn't rapping, mm -hmm. I would probably be producing, which I do as well. I would probably okay. be more involved in that, but um music is just a part of my soul. So, are you originally from New York or I'm born in the Bronx. Okay. Kobe Hospital in the Bronx. I'm from Soundview. Okay. Because um, I know you've been to New England as well. I know that you did a, a show out here and I was there earlier or later that day. I didn't get to see you perform. And I realized that going through your media, I'm like, oh, he was there in Worcester in my city. I was like, I so was. Oh. I was. Shout outs to my boy. Shout outs to my boy THC THZ. He's an artist from Worcester. He just uh him and Millie's actually just did a record um together. Um okay. shout out to him. Uh yeah, he's one of my artists that I actually helped do artist development with out there. Um I was out there doing a show. I was some kind of festival. I forgot what kind of festival. But it was yeah. pretty dope, man. It was pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. I actually love the people out there. They love me. They everybody is so like um, the music scene is great. I love it out there. Yes, it's dope. I love it. I, I want to see you out here again. Definitely. I got to be there. Let so me know. I'll come out anytime. That's right. I know you're going to be doing some upcoming things. So I'm definitely going to try to get out to the city. It's, you know, always hard just doing so many different things, I, you know, out here in, in New England. But I'm definitely trying to make my presence in the city this summer. So. Hopefully, I can Please get out do. and check out some shows any, with you. Any, listen, anytime you coming out, you let me know ahead of time so I can get you on my list or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You all good. Come with me. I think. Okay. So tell me, what is the, what is your favorite song to perform? Um, Right now, I would say I love performing Blessed. Um, Only because... <clears throat> Uh, you know, that's my artist Juice Wayne's like debut to the game, really. That's the first song that he put out that's really, you know, got some real serious recognition. And when I bring him with me to the shows, it's just a whole nother vibe. Um, I mean, he comes with me to the shows when I'm performing by myself as well, but whenever mm -hmm. I can get, whenever I can get him to experience, um, to experience what it is to perform. I've been doing this, I've been doing performing for so many years. I perform every venue that you could think of. And, you know, um, every time we perform Blessed, it'd be, you know, like recently when we performed Blessed at the at the Hip Hop Museum, that was his first time performing. Wow. You know 
So wow. for, for me to be able to introduce somebody to their first time performing, that means to, it, it, he probably doesn't know it. He does now because he's sitting right here. But that means more to me than, um, you know, bringing somebody to the studio or something for the first That's time. Right. It's just something that you can never put a price on the first time that you touch that stage in front of people. It's just not, you know what Nothing. I mean? And that's, and, that, and that's special to me. That's right. I That's so true. Um, being able to give that person that platform and that pedestal um, to, you know, show how great they are. Um, you're a king in itself. You know what I mean? Only people who understand royalty and understand, you know, what loyalty is. Um, really understand what it takes to set yourself aside because you're doing this just like him, but you're right. giving him a platform and you're passing the torch. That's tremendous, you know, in itself. And I know, you know, I hope he's just as humble and just as grateful. I want to have him on the show. Um, I look forward to hearing more from him. Tell him we appreciate the feature. Um, Absolutely. We're going to lock, him in. We gonna lock him in for this show so y'all can interview him too, man, because he got a lot to say, you know. And I feel like, um, just like you said, it's an opportunity to be a part of the future of the of the culture of music. That's you right. Know what I'm saying? When, when you see somebody who has the passion and you see somebody who's talented and you see somebody who can make a change, I'd be remiss to not put myself aside and not help him grow as an artist. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. A, a lot of people that are in the game see that as an intimidating set of circumstances. But me, I see it as promising. I see it as we can get there together. That's I'm, right. Like you said, like you said, I'm doing this either way. That's right. But but what I find is that when we go to Miami and we on these yachts and we check it's not me by myself. I would be sit, I would be sitting there feeling like a loser by myself. It's me and my team, and, and we smiling, and we laughing, and we eating, and we a family, and that's what we building over here, and that's and why, and, and that's why I do what I do, especially with artists like Juice Wayne. Um, I think you earned that title as king, you know, because that's how a king thinks. Um, you bring me back to one of Jay-Z's lines. Um, you know, you're only as rich as the next man standing next to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And people need to understand that um, when it comes to building an empire, when it comes to building a brand, um, you have to bring each other up just the same. Right. You know what I mean? We all want to be bosses. Um, and that's all I want around me. You know what I'm saying? Is bosses and people who are in control of what they're manifesting, you know? So right. shout out to 100%. you for helping Thank that, you. you know, dream and, and, and building more kings like you. Um, because like I said, you don't know how, you know, that experience is going to help this man to be able to be, like I tell people, anybody, my protégés, people who say, oh, I want to be just like you. I want you to be better than me. You know, right. that learn from me. Exactly. Exactly. I made exactly. the mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now I can give it a little easier um, and a little well, more faster. That's why I said I've been performing for the last 10 years. If I can get you on the bigger stages that, than I got in the first three years, then we're doing something good. And so right. able to do that. That's right, baby. That's right. You know I, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So tell us, April, do you have any other questions? Um, I wanted to know if you could change anything about the industry, what would it be? I would have to say we got to put 
the soul back into the music. The mm-hmm. industry is so cookie cutter. It's so everybody sounds the same, doing the same thing. There's no soul in it. There's no more feeling in it. So when I hear a record, it doesn't move me mm-hmm. the same way the same way it did as if when I heard a record like let's say uh, just like music. Okay. Every Sunday. When you hear that, it, it brings you a vibe. It brings you a feeling. Right. It brings you. It brings you to a place in time in your mind where you can feel. Oh yeah, I remember what I was doing when I was. Now the music is so mechanical mm-hmm. that that it doesn't do that for me anymore. If I turn on the radio and I listen to the song, it sound. It all sounds like one song jumbled together. Right. If I could change anything in the music game, it would be that. We need originality. We need soul back in the game. I don't right. want to have 10,000 drill rappers on my radio. I don't want to have 10,000 whatever rap. I, I would much rather have a bunch of weirdos being different and, and bringing different to the, difference to the game. Right. Right. So tell us, um, I you know, from hearing your music, I can say that you are... I would say, um, and what you talk about and what you express in your music. Um, and that's what I appreciate. I can hear your struggle. I can hear the pain. Um, and so what would you say about the music that you typically create? What is it like? Um, I use music as a therapy tool. So when I, when I create music, it all depends on what I'm feeling that day, maybe what I ate that day or what, you know, what I went through that day. But when I get into the lab, it's a culmination of all of those feelings that I'm getting out as a therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think that when I, when I, when I do try to put my music into a therapy, I try to keep it as real to my heart as possible. Right. One time, one time I made a song and um, it was in the midst of, you know, I was going through family issues with my sons and whatever the case may be and their mother. And um, I made a quick song and I put it out there and somebody hit me up in my DM and was like, yo, I don't know if you, if God sent you here to, to tell me this, but what you said is exactly what I'm going through. And I felt like I was so alone. And before I heard what you were saying in, in your rap, I felt like I was by myself. But now I, I know that somebody going through the same thing that I went through or is going through the same thing that I went through. And I feel like I could relate to you. And he's and he told me he loved me. And after that day, <laughs> I, after that day, I decided not like, cause I, I used to make a lot of braggadocious music, which I still can depending on how I feel. Like I said, it's a therapy, but I try to, think of people who are listening to my music now and trying to find somewhere to go, somewhere that they belong, somewhere that they relate to. Because I know that my story, although it's exclusive to me, I know a lot of people go through similar things, especially in our culture. That's right. And so to be able to give somebody something that they can relate to and say, yo, bro, you saved me from being alone by myself. I know I'm not alone now. That's That's right. That's something that changes the way that you create now because you understand the type of impact that you can have on a person. That's a life profit. That's a profit. You know what I mean? That's that's a that's a person who's giving you their testimony to identify with. And one of the things that I got from your music is that you had a, a, a stretch of time that you were behind bars and coming home. And, you know, 
I was able to interpret that in a way that I was like, wow, here's a man who's telling you, you know, his story that he came home and the business was different. The industry was different. And how do you think that has, you know, changed you or molded you now coming home and having to sit down? Because I know a lot of artists that, you know, they go through that where they're great artists, you know what I mean? But they have a time where they're in jail or they're locked up and it gives them time to be, you know, a little more creative and get their, you know, their lyrics out and their writing more. Um, so how do, how do you think that's effect had affected you at that point? Well, um, uh, uh, jail slowed me down. I was on, I was out on the street going a million miles per hour. Um, mm -hmm. At the rate I was going, I was going to end up killing somebody or being killed myself. Mm -hmm. At the rate I was going, the things I was doing, what I was doing to other people, um, the situations I was putting myself in, and jail slowed me down. Right. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it forced me to stop and be alone with myself, be alone with my thoughts, um, find who I was find my religion, find what religion I don't want or don't believe in or find, you know what I'm saying? It just helped, it just helped me turn my eyes and ears inside so I could find who I am. Mm -hmm. So once I, once I came home and everything in the game was different and I knew who I was, it kind of put me at an advantage because a lot of times people come home from jail and it's either sink or swim. They either come back, they either they either go back to jail for whatever reason, or they, they're really successful in what they do and they keep pushing. And I didn't want to be the latter. I didn't want to be somebody who said, you know what, I'm coming back home. I'm gonna be I'm super gang banging still. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Nah. I wanted to learn what the the digital era of music had to offer, like the streams and 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 being able to release my music digitally without having to go through a label and just little things like that that artists don't even know, like the struggle it was to go print up five thousand CDs and go sell them on Jamaica app. Artists don't know what it's like to do that, but I did that. That's right. So it's like, so it's like coming from that and now to this new era and having to learn it and understand it. I tell people, you know, one of the people that I remember talking about digital streaming early in the game was Max B. Um, and he was, a, you know, real serious about making people understand what the next 20 years was going to be about and right. just understanding how to capitalize on that and getting ahead of it. So, you know, shout out to you because like, like you said, it's either you sneak or you swim um, when you come out of prison and you're, you know, dealing with, I have something that I'm passionate about, but now how do I still make myself relevant in this industry? How do I still not lose myself to what's going on currently? What's the trend? Um, and just trying to stay original and creative. I think that you've been very successful at that. And shout out to you for that, you know, because you, I know you it's too. not easy. You know, it's, it's definitely, you know, something that artists need to pay attention to, you know, is that you can't be doing what you used to do, but you got to kind of try to, you know, stay original to what you used to do, but still catch up with the times and be, you know, vigilant. Um, the thing about it, the thing about it is too, like, it could be, it could be beneficial. Like 
don't just uh, being an artist is ever changing that's right the game the game yeah. changes every single day in the slightest ways and you have to be able to adapt to it that's right. a lot of artists a lot of artists aren't able to adapt to it which makes them lose the consistency of how much they put out or how much they're working or where they're at or you gotta stay on the pulse if you're trying to do a certain thing once you get a once you get a set fan base, like certain artists have cult followings that'll never go away. Mm -hmm. um, like uh, uh, Kid Cudi. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Certain artists got fan bases that'll never go away. You know what I'm saying? They, they could put out a record and it'll never do, it'll never do bad because That's the right. same fan base is constantly, constantly gonna, uh, gonna buy. What's, what's son's name that you be listening to all the time? Uh, Yeet. <laughs> His shit, you know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff, the new artists, you, what you gotta do is you gotta check out how these new artists coming out, how they're securing their solid fan base, not the ones that are buying views and buying this and that. I'm talking about the ones that pack out shows like, what's his name, Vampire Guy, Cardi, uh, Playboy Cardi. Playboy that, Cardi. That, that boy's fan base is the craziest fan base I've ever seen. And if right. he put out, if he put out a record right now by surprise at midnight without telling nobody that shit is selling a million or that's, more. That's right. And it's crazy. And that's how, and that's how you got to do it. You got to just watch how artists like this. It's just like studying like when I was a kid and how we studied Diddy and Pun mm -hmm. and Jay-Z and all. It's these, these young artists are are that of their generation. Mm -hmm. So in, or, in order for an artist like myself or you, or the, all the, like look at Jim Jones for instance. Yeah. Jim Jones manages to stay relevant. How? By doing exactly what I'm saying right now. Yeah. The only way for him to stay relevant is that he's on the post. Mm -hmm. He see what the he see what these young kids are doing, and he say, "I could do it better." That's right. He does it better, and that's just what you got to do. That's what you got to do. A lot of, and a lot of people critique him and be like, "Oh, he's too old to be doing this," but that nigga he, he eating out here, which I talk yeah. about. He's everywhere. That's right. He's everywhere. That's right. It's true. It, it's definitely about staying relevant. Um, one of the things that I look for in an artist and is an artist who you, who who understands the value of reinventing yourself. Um, because in this in this business, you are a character. You are an image. You are something that people buy into that they relate to. So if you can't sell yourself, if you're not marketable, then who's going to buy you? Who's going to demand you? Who's going to believe in you. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that I think artists need to understand when coming into this business. I think Nicki Minaj, I think a lot of these, you know, 20th century artists have formulated this pattern. You know what I mean? Of you have to be a gimmick. You have to be an image. You have to be something that people right. say, I remember that person because they wore pink hair or they have a, uh, you know, one eyebrow with, you know, no eyebrow here. And, and you have to do something creative. You have to be creative yeah. in this business. Right. Me, but me personally, me personally, like, yeah, you right. And that's the way that, that's the way that you make your, your pop stars. I feel like because it's different. It's different. Um, It's not hip hop anymore. It's different side genres i would say or like right. sub subclasses of hip-hop or something right. like that i don't know however you want to classify it but like if you look at an artist if you look at an artist like j cole mm -hmm. there, there's no gimmick about j cole he is j cole mm -hmm. he you know what i'm saying and i think that's what 
makes his fan base gravitate to him so much because it's like I could be a regular dude. I don't gotta be iced out and flashy shit to be nice at what I do and be respected in the game. And he mm-hmm. kind of sets a he kind of sets a different precedence. And mm-hmm. he to me is considered hip hop because mm-hmm. of how he does things and how he moves. So it's like a, it's like different subgenres of 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 these. You know what I'm saying? Like you got your drip rappers and you got your trap rappers and you got your drill <laughs> rappers and you got your like it's all kind of different. It's it's kind of confusing and like right. If, but I think that's what Big Cole does. He sets the he sets the 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 stage for the average guy. You know what I mean? And I think you're right in regards to what we relate to him about is that he doesn't give us the flashy images. He just gives us that. And I think whoever his directors are and the people that he worked with, they they hone in on I mean, that. I he just wants I to be the average him. guy. I think- I, I think, you know, I think from the beginning of J. Cole's career, um, one of my good friends actually went to college with him. And I, he's been hands-on his whole, like, he, he everything goes through him. Right. Like, it, don't, it don't come out unless he approves of it. Right. So I think it's just the way he want to keep it. And I, th- and I respect that about him because that's what our real society is. Our real society ain't what they portraying and, like, you know, I mean, yes, it is to an extent. People out here getting doing drugs and all type of stuff, but that's not what we want to glorify out here, man. Right. Oh. Right. And definitely not. We definitely want to highlight, you know, ownership, you know, entrepreneurship and people that are, you know, taking control of their lives. I think that's right. important. Um, and being your own star, like that is, you know, I think that's what makes a star is the the person who doesn't just go with the trend that sets their own their own bar their own stage and is confident in that and that's, that's what why, i what you that's do. why a rapper not to cut you off that's why a rapper like action bronson let's say mm-hmm. like action bronson like action bronson is a complete if you watch his content he's a complete weirdo he's a funny guy goofy guy likes to have fun likes to you know what i'm saying eat food likes to smoke weed like He's just a funny dude, but he just remains true to himself, which makes his fan base go absolutely crazy for him. Right. They love him and they will do anything just to be around him because he's him. That's okay. what a lot of these that's what a lot of these gimmick artists don't get. And then you get them gimmick artists into a room. I call them artists because that they're not rappers or right. Like but you get these artists into a room and you try to have a conversation with them and, you know, some of them be dumb as rocks. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, or just have it, or let's not say dumb, but just have no substance about them. That's right. Like a- after the gimmick, there's nothing. So you're just an empty shell of a gimmick. And that's why, that's why, like, I, I like that's our, that's this generation's version of one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's what like that. brought into with Cardi B um, in regards to her her naturalism, her realism um, from the beginning. I think that's how she gained her following um, from just being, you know, the videos. That's where I first knew her from. Um, and, yeah. you know, over time, we found out that she did music and right. became, you know what I mean? But it's like she had this personality. She had this influence on our culture um, of just being real, just getting on. Put, you know, having her wig, you know, no wig on, no makeup, no nothing. <laughs> and she just was real. You know what I mean? And I think that's what people really brought into bought into with Cardi. Um, 
And now, you know, I don't know so much. You know what I mean? I think she definitely is a lot more commercialized, but I agree. I and so and so the with the gimmicks with, with the gimmicks that she be pulling and the way that she be doing stuff now, I it kinda alienated her original fan base. So I think you went out. Can you hear me? Yep. April, you got any more questions? I don't. We're almost going on an hour, huh? I don't. You don't? You're okay. Good, though. Not ah! Talented man, so. Ah, love it. I'm going to let him come back in, and we're going to ask him one more question. Is it still? Nope, it's April. Yep, it's still me. Yeah, yeah. He was over there smoking. I was like, damn, I'm jealous. Yo, you see me? Like, eyes up, right? Oh and I'm God, like, I'm yo, so and I'm going to ask him in honor of 420 what Jesus. is he smoking on? Oh, so mad. I miss it. I'm like, I cannot wait. <laughs> Hold on. Here you go. King, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, okay. That was, yeah, that's me. People calling me. I know you said do it on the laptop, and I'm in the studio, but I just figured, fuck it. Well, we know you got to go. We know you're a hardworking man, but I just want to ask you, what is a message that you want to uh, tell your fans and artists out here? Do you have a message for them? Oh yeah, man. You know, um, to the artists, uh, be true to yourself. Stay consistent. Invest in yourself. And work hard. Um, sleep is not a, a, a option that we get in this game a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm sleeping two, three hours a day sometimes. I don't get no sleep. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not getting no sleep and, and, and you're pushing towards your goals every day, that means that you're working hard. If you That's accomplish right. something towards your goals every day, that means you're working hard. Um, right. so, to all my fans, um, you know, stay positive. You know, life has ups and downs uh just keep one thing that's the most important thing in the foreground of your perspective and that is your family i'm not talking about your cousins and aunts and uncles yeah those are family but i'm talking about the family that you build that's right keep that in your perspective and keep your grind focused on them and you'll always have that motivation and inspiration to keep going that's so dope. And, you, and you're not alone, man. We all here together. We all part of the same body of water. That's Just, right. We all individual glasses poured out. That was dope, King. Um, in honor of 420, we're going to ask you what you're smoking on since, you know, April is over here. She's pregnant. She can't. <laughs> So she was I'm just so saying, jealous that you're oh, right now. Right what you about <laughs> to have? What, what you about to have? You know what you're having? I'm having another boy. Another boy? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Congratulations, thank Queen. You, thank you. you, know you and I'm and looking family. at y'all smoking. I'm just like, damn it. Mm. This is so confidential. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll be a, you're, I'm smoking on that King Flow pack. <laughs> 
You know what I'm okay. saying? Cultivated in Oregon. I got my own strain. Nice. If y'all want to, if, if you know, if y'all want to taste it, I send y'all a little care package or whatever the case may be. We'll chop oh it up. Oh my Yes, when I you know in October, definitely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got y'all. But in honor of 420, anybody want that King Flow package? You already know what it is, man. It's out there. It's it's, it's in dispensaries in California, wow. Oregon. Y'all can go get it, Cali, man. I gotta go find that, bro. Seriously. Go, go find it. Yeah, I, you know, I got you. I'll send you something. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. It was a pleasure having you on the show. I appreciate you. I value you. Anything you need, you know I'm here. Thank um, you for having me. Likewise, y'all. I love that y'all was dope, man. I'm sorry that we get kept getting cut off, man. Hopefully, I like y'all don't do one of these in person. I will come down there. And yeah, we do this in person. Well, that's next season. We're going in the All studio right. next season. We'll yeah. be on FM radio next season. So I just no wanted more. to do this, you know, this season and and get you know more supporters, more people aware of it. So when we go into the studio. We have a full platform, and we'll be doing it on multiple different streaming networks. So and that's what that's for I, City Girls. Any anything I can do, you let me know. I'm on deck, man. I appreciate y'all for having me on the show. The honor was all mine. Believe me. Our pleasure. Um, I mean, I'm. I can't wait to see you do big things. Like I can't wait to see you on the screen at the award shows because I know you're hey. about to blow up. So That's right. You hey. have your shit together. Like I'm super impressed. So nothing hey, but success you. to you. Hey, appreciate you, man. Yeah, yeah. From your words to the energy in the world, you know what I'm saying? Bring, mm-hmm. bring it home. Man. Keep bringing it home. Yeah, that's right. We we love a king, you know. We value you guys, and and you know, men like you that are out here paving the ways and educating our younger brothers. And you know, I just respect that about you. So. Kudos to you, and I like to give people their flowers while they're here because life is so fragile and, you know, so unexpected, you know, and I just, I want you to know that, that you got nothing but support from Up North City Girls. Thank you. Thank you. We yes. can't have you back, Eva. That's right. Let me know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, on, right. Here, I'm on here all the time. I'll come in gonna, and respect it. That's right. We're trying to get you out here for a performance for sure. All right. Yeah, let's set that up. Let's get it. All get right. Whatever. You have a good day, a good studio session. Thank you. Y'all enjoy your day too. You're... You too. All right, Thank you. All right. Good. Thank you Show them how we do this here. Pouring liquor on the curb when my brother died. It ain't that I don't cry, I ain't even got the time They wanna see me locked down even though they try I stay on my grind, I ain't even got the time Shorty wanna ride now cause I'm in my prime I'm good, love and joy, I ain't even got the time Niggas always gon' hate, I stay on their mind You see the rollie shine, it ain't even got the time, uh Money on my mind, I ain't got the time A lot of niggas pillow talking just to come inside You know the rules, all of yours If it's one of mine, worth the chinks I ain't got no love for the other side Do it, die Coming for my crew, that's a suicide Who am I? Proof that what you need to make it through inside Truth and lies, they hate that I can see right through they new disguise But what's a small fry when them chips you get is super size It's overseas, they sleeping on them dopamine I be in the hood, I know the dealers, I serve the fiends no, it ain't no feeling when you find out what your purpose means I'm known for putting them seeds in the hearses and my verses mean Oh, 
They calling me savage, I'm turning up. Believe everything that you heard of us. The image of God, my skin color bronze. The reason they hate and they murder us. They label us heathens and murderers. Misleading the people and burden us. God lead us from evil, deliver your people. I came as your humblest servant was. Born from the stick ups, kick doors. They ain't give me shit, I had to get more. Lights on the six when I flip raw. I used to dream of trips and a big tour. Still with the grip. That was a dream, but it's real with this brick. Told the Rakim better chill with the drip. Cause they frying the little fish. See if they flip. Ain't like. Ain't nobody getting close to me. Yeah, right where I'm supposed to be. And there ain't no need for stress when I got blessings all over me. I got blessings all over me. But every time I'm getting lonely. Now I got demons all over me. I got demons all over me. But every time I'm getting lonely. Now I got demons all over me. They say the only way you grow is pain. Ain't no home in the cold below the rain. I never show the shame. I live by the cold. I never spoke a name that goes to show that we're not both the same. I dynamite when the climate's right. Get the china white. I told her if I got a right, keep that vagina tight. She laughed and said she might. I wasn't serious. These niggas be going up north looking delirious.